Hey everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 115, Hops and Binding Flow. So it's a full-length flow recorded live, and it's mostly focused on weight-bearing through the hand all the way up through the shoulder. So we'll have a bit of a geek out learning about bony landmarks like inner elbows and external rotations and all that good stuff leading up to hopping. And we'll balance that out with some binds to make it feel well-balanced and good. So get on your mat. All you need is a strap, a block, and a brick and a good attitude. So let's get to it. So we will start uh, either in child's pose or lying down with your knees bent, whatever you will prefer. In either position, find a sense of release. So make sure the child's pose isn't too reachy. We're not at that point of class. Let the elbows fall. The knees can widen or not until you find a sense of release to gravity. And similar with lying down, knees bent, you can play with the foot placement, the knee angle, until you feel like you've surrendered down. You can play with the elbow width and hand placement until you've surrendered down. And then find that with eyes closed or looking, whatever you're looking at. Breathe a few times in and out. And then a normal breath. Assess how you're feeling. In this shape, you might be feeling great, like you're tired. You're like, this is nice. It's nice to lie down. And then that might dictate the intensity you bring to practice. So maybe you don't practice so hard. And you also may be feeling, I want to move. Why are we lying down? And that may mean you have some energy to burn off. Whatever we do, we're going to go through a little journey of things that are hard and things that are soft. And we'll meet together at the end and rest. A couple more breaths just to decide how you're going to proceed. And then slowly... Make your way to all fours position. Firstly, set the hands well, meaning you spread the fingers a little bit out. You can choose if index fingers point forward or a little bit out or in rare cases, a little bit in, if your elbows tend to lock out. Keep that set of hand and do a few times cat-cow just as you are. So you round your back towards the ceiling and then you look backwards with that. And then you can drop your belly and look ahead. Just alternate between the two. Maintaining that hand to mat connection. 
one more time, just like that. And then come to a neutral all fours. Tip the weight a little bit forward so you feel slightly like you're leaning forward. And then do cat-cow there. So we just bring in a little bit different placement of the spine, different way the shoulder blades might move. Cat-cow once or twice more just there. Okay. And then come back to that neutral all fours. Make sure the hands are a little bit forward of the shoulders setting up for down dog. And you have that very particular skillful placement of hand. You can even look at your inner elbows and turn them a little bit forward. If they tend to lock out, don't worry about turning them forward. Just let them feel strong. Tuck your toes and come into downward facing dog. And now we're bearing weight a little bit more and through the hands. So let's prime that a little bit and just get used to that feeling. So once you have that placement of hand, you can also add a little sense like you're clawing the mat, like you have some nails and you don't want to, sh you don't want to shred the mat. You just want to lightly lay claim to territory. Inhale forward to plank. So weight comes into your hands with that skill and that careful hand placement. Exhale back to down dog. And just do that three or four times, moving forward and back, feeling weight come into your hands and maintaining that little sense of claw and that spin of inner elbow a little forward. Okay. Once or twice more. Okay, next time you're in down dog, stay there. Raise the right leg up into the air. And then don't be too fussed about it, but notice if one hand feels heavier than the other or if one elbow is bending, and we'll work on that as we go. Step through to a low lunge, hands on your hips. Back knee drops. Reach the arms forward. We'll have our little dance moment. Turn the palms open and inhale. So we roll the arms open. Exhale, roll the arms in. The thumbs point down. Inhale, open the palms to the ceiling. Shoulders go down the back. Exhale, point the thumbs down. Shoulders round a little bit. One more. Inhale, open up. That's external rotation. Exhale, round in. That's internal rotation. Then just sit tall. Have your hands by your side. Turn the palms open. When we reach arms overhead, we want to have them open like this. Inhale, arms go up. Palms face each other once they're up. Sit as low into the lunge as you want. Reach through the arms and have a breath. And then bring the hands down, plank pose. We're gonna prime the wrist a little bit more for weight bearing and the angle it has to be in. So from here in plank or with your knees down plank, tip the weight forward a little bit as you inhale. Make sure belly is lifted to help support you. Exhale, tip it a little bit back. Inhale, tip weight a little forward. Make sure butt is lifted. Exhale, tip it a little bit back. One more. Tip forward. Tip back. Tip forward and stay. Drop your knees. Roll down to your belly. Reach the arms toward the back of the room. Palms face the floor. And you might feel that's reminiscent of that external rotation arm we did in the lunge. Keep that feeling. Lift arms and chest up on inhale. Maybe lift the legs. Reach the fingertips toward the back wall. You can even start turning your palms open to the sides. So thumbs point up. 
other way around. That's weird way. And then come on down, lift up to all fours. We'll review that arm rotation. It's sort of hard to get in there. That's why we'll do it. All right. Tuck your toes and come into downward facing dog. All right. So you have that spread out hand. You can play around with which way the index finger points until you feel strong. You have the little turn of the inner elbow maybe a little forward. Next thing we'll add, shift the weight of the shoulders just an inch or so forward in space, just a little bit forward. Broaden the upper back. Feel the sensation of width and spread across your shoulders and upper arms. And just stay there. Then that's your down dog that's strong for today. Raise the left leg up into the air. Notice without getting too fussed about it if one elbow has bent or you've leaned a little bit to one hand. Step through to low lunge, hands on hips, back knee down. So let's review these arm rotations and get the feeling of it and what we call it. Reach the arms toward me. Turn the palms open, inhale, that's external rotation, what we're trying to do in the locust. Exhale, round in, back rounds a little bit. Inhale, open up, chest rises. Exhale, thumbs roll in, chest rounds a little bit in. One more, open up, inhale. Exhale, round in. And then hands by your side, just sit tall in the lunge, palms open. Inhale, arms rise up, palms face each other. You can sit a little lower into the lunge as long as that front foot has power and rebound. Good. And then bring the hands down, step to plank pose. In your plank, you're still skillful about hand placement. You utilize a little lift from belly center. Tip the weight of plank a little bit forward. Drop your knees. Keep belly lifted. Painfully slow. Bend the elbows straight back. Come down with control. When you lose control, you roll down. Good. And then we'll do the locust again. Reach the arms straight back. Palms face the floor. Lift everything up. All right. So now if you want a little bit more, thumbs that now point out without rolling the arm in, just start pointing up towards the ceiling. Good. There we go. And then come all the way back down. Lift up to all fours. And then downward facing dog. You have that skillful hand spread out, slightly clawing. You have the little bit turn of the inner elbow forward and the shoulders a little bit forward in space. So we're not trying to max out the chest to the floor today. That can be another day. All right. Walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. We're going to be about strength and skill today, not being flashy. Hands to shins come up halfway and inhale. Shoulders away from the ears. You can look a little forward. Fold down, round. Inhale, rise all the way up. Reach to the ceiling, reach beyond the ceiling. Hands come down, rest by your side. One half salute. Inhale, arms go up. Fold down. Use your heels. Halfway up and inhale. Walk to plank pose. Tip the weight of your plank a little forward. Drop your knees. Half tricep press or roll to the floor. And then the back bend will be different. Hands under shoulders. Press hands and feet. Come up cobra. Small to medium since it's the first. 
and then up and back, downward facing dog. And then we just stay. You don't look around or fidget. You bring your awareness and your skill to the placement of your hands, that little turn of elbow, and the broadness to back. That looks great. Good. And then saving hops for later. I'm saving the fun for later. Walk yourself forward, standing forward full. So we'll be patient. Come up halfway, hands to shins, look a little forward. Fold down, round. Inhale, rise all the way up. You can add a small little back bend if you like. And then hands come down. A couple more. Inhale, arms go up. Fold, exhale. Halfway up and inhale. Walk to plank pose. Tip plank a little forward. Drop your knees, controlled half chaturanga or roll to the floor. Cobra pose, small or medium, use your hands, use your feet. And then up and back, downward facing dog. Skillfully press down into the mat, but there's a little claw of hand, like a little pull back. And then we see how it feels to maybe turn the inner elbows a little forward, unless that locks you out, and broaden the upper back. Good now. You can still straighten your arms. Yes. And then walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Halfway up and inhale. Mid-back has that reach. Fold and round. All the way up. Reach beyond the ceiling, maybe some back bend. And then hands relax down. One more like this. Inhale, arms go up. Fold down. Halfway up, walk to plank pose. Tip your entire weight a little forward. Knees up or down, control chaturanga, tricep press or roll. Into up dog, cobra or locust. Shoulder blades down the back, hold the mat well. And then up and back, downward facing dog. And then we don't fidget. We have a single focus for today, the placement of the hand, a little spin of elbow, and the broadness of back. So that's what you're working on. Good. Okay. Walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Halfway up and inhale. Fold and exhale. Rise all the way up. Hands come down. Feet set for chair, so as wide as the hips, maybe parallel if that works for you. Hands on hips, take a breath in. Exhale, sit the bum back into chair, lean the torso a little forward. And before we add the arms, feel strong in your legs. So there's weight in heel and ball of foot. And energy rising up the length of the spine. And then just release your arms by your side, palms face forward. Inhale the arms out and up, rise with the arms, but keep the butt low in chair. So the goal is to still do the chair, just add the arms. Now the arms can have this reach, palms facing each other. If you're interested in joining the palms, if that sounds like a good idea to you, 
shoulder blades wrap forward and up, and then palms can join. So shoulder blades will wrap forward and up, and then palms can join. Yes. Reach up through the outer arm and slightly pull back from base of neck down through inner border of shoulder blade. Lovely. Fold all the way down, forward fold. Halfway up and inhale. Walk to downward facing dog. Set the hands, the elbows, and the shoulders. You're in down dog. Raise the right leg up into the air. You're in downward facing dog and not plank. Yes. And then often we'll roll to the outside of left hand. So make sure there is a placement that is firm through left thumb and index finger. And often we'll lose the power of the left leg. So left thigh is still pulling straight back. Step through high lunge, hands on hips. If you prefer to do a low lunge or a short high lunge, go for it. <laughs> All right, so you're in the lunge to whatever depth suits you. Reach the left arm forward. Turn the palm open to face the ceiling. Imagine you have a ball in that hand. You want to throw it powerfully back. So reach the ball forward, and then the arm goes up and over. Bend the elbow, fingers to the back. And then the right hand grabs just above the left armpit, pulls the skin of the upper arm taut up towards the elbow. Notice the knobby bit of the elbow. It likes to point out towards the left. Turn the knobby bit of the elbow to face forward as best as you can. And then slightly pull up on the elbow. So that's the reach that comes from up top. The reach that comes from below is the power of the left leg. And then you breathe across that front line of body on the left side. Take one more breath. And then bring the hands down to frame the front foot. You're in a runner's lunge. And we're going to work patiently. Firstly, make sure you have the length of lunge that suits you and the spine feels long. Bring your right hand flat on your lower back. And then turn the chest open to the right in a twist. So the palm is flat on the lower back. And then set the bottom arm well. Bottom shoulder away from ear towards waist. Bottom inner elbow spinning a little forward. If you can't set it well, maybe you're on a fist, fingertips, or a brick. And then not on autopilot. Top arm reaches toward the back wall of the room. Palm opens to the right. And then fingertips reach up towards the ceiling. Now lift the hips a little higher so you have some oomph. The temptation will be just to throw the top arm back. Instead, roll the whole torso open. The top arm follows. So just feel the difference between those two things. The temptation will be for the top arm just to go. The whole torso goes. Yes. And then bring the hand down. Step back to downward facing dog. And you'll notice you're not doing a chaturanga, which is intentional. Then you'll survive. Raise the left leg up into the air. So as you do that, a couple things might happen stability-wise. You might roll onto the outside of the right hand as weight shifts. So you've got to ground down through the right thumb and index finger and straighten the right arm. And the other thing is the right leg, you might roll to the outside of it. So pull the right thigh back. That's the leg that has a foot on the ground. Step through to a high lunge, hands on hips. You know how long we'll be here, so you can always bring a knee down, shorten, or lengthen as suits you. All right, so with hands on hips... Be happy in your lunge. Reach the right arm forward. Turn the palm open. Imagine you have a ball in that hand. 
throw it powerfully over your shoulder, and then the elbow bends, right fingertips down to the right side of back. Left hand grabs above the right armpit, pulls the skin taut up towards the knobby bit of the elbow. The knobby bit of the elbow likes to face out to the right. Get it to face a little forward and reach it up. And that's the pull from above. The pull from below is the power through the back leg. And then breathe through the right side of you. Stay with it. Another breath. Another moment. Okay. And then bring the hands down to frame the front foot. Firstly, if you want to scoot the back foot in or out until you feel strong in your lunge, do that. And then bring left palm flat to lower back. Lengthen the spine forward and roll open. You're open in a twist. And then set the bottom arm. Bottom shoulder likes to creep away from you. So roll it back. Top arm reaches toward the back wall of the room. And then palm opens towards me on the left side of the room. And then reach that top arm up towards the ceiling. Okay, so we're being super skillful and patient. Lift the hips a little higher. Lean the whole torso back, not just the top arm. Learn to differentiate. The whole torso, not just the top arm. Yes, another breath. And then bring the hands down, step to downward facing dog. So we've saved all the hopping. We haven't done it. So now we're going to do it. <clears throat> just to have a little help, walk a small step forward, just a tiny bit. Bend your knees, get really strong in your arms. Exhale, hop or step forward. All right, and then stay there in your forward fold. Assess for yourself how that went. <laughs> Did you feel light or heavy? Did you even think about the placement of your hand, the strength of your arms, or what your shoulders were doing? Or did you just sort of fling yourself forward? Um, and did you enjoy the experience? And then sort of assess that for yourself, and then we can work with that knowledge. Okay. Come up halfway and inhale. Fold down, round. Bend the knees, come into your chair pose, bum back, arms up. Stand, release the arms. Okay. We're going to squat, so you may want to heel raise with your purple block, the narrow one, or you may want to uh, bum raise with a couple blocks. Hands uh, in prayer, actually. Feet start as wide as the hips, maybe turn a little bit out. Have a breath there. Exhale, squat halfway or all the way down, whatever suits you. Remember, you can play with your intensity level. If your heels don't touch the floor, they need something underneath them. If when heels touch the floor, your arches collapse in, you may need something underneath your heels if you can't correct it. Or if you just can't stay here and can't breathe, you need a little lift. All right, that's my lecture. Look at the single unmoving spot. Take two more breaths. Okay, walk it to downward facing dog. Same thing, carefully place the hands. So we're using our skill to bear weight. It's not just dead weight going into the hands. There's a little bounce back, little rise of the hips up and back to counter it. Raise the right leg up into the air. Before we do anything else, Hug the left thigh straight back. Like there's a rope lassoed around it and it's pulling the left thigh up and back. 
Keep that, bend the leg in the air and roll that hip open. And then notice if you've rolled to the outside of left hand or lost the left thumb and index finger. Good, one more breath. Step through warrior two. That means front knee bent, back heel down, arms reach forward and back. You choose how far away the back foot is away from the front foot until you are in your right level of physicality based on how you feel. Turn your palms today to face the ceiling. Reach out through your ring fingers. I know that's painfully specific, but that's the way we're rolling today. Hips can drop carefully low. You're not sinking. You're just playing with your range of motion. Yeah. Say another breath. And then reverse warrior. Right arm up and back. The left hand goes down the left leg slowly. The right arm, the one in the air reaching, is pulling your right shoulder blade up along with the ride. It's pulling your right rib cage up. It's pulling your right hip up. Stay with that. Good. And then come down forearm to thigh, left hand to hip. So here's my little deal. Next round, you'll get a full bind. This round, you do a half bind and work on the skill. So firstly, back heel presses, top of head reaches forward. So the pose has length. Set the bottom arm. Palm faces the ceiling, bottom shoulder away from ear. Now the top arm reaches uh, to the left side of the room. All right, so just reaches out towards me. So you're not reaching overhead or towards the front. Internally rotate the arm, meaning the thumb rolls down, the shoulder slightly hunches. Keep that, bring the back of the hand to the lower back and see how that goes. Push the back of the hand into the lower back, roll the chest open. Find length from back heel forward through top of head. Now, if you can maintain that, the hand that's behind you goes to the outside of the right thigh and pushes in. Goes to the outside of the right thigh and pushes in. Now, if you can keep the open chest and that arm doing what it's doing and want to play with going lower, right arm, the lower arm, carefully goes lower down the leg, maybe to fingertips, maybe to a brick. But if you've done that and chest now faces the floor, you're not doing the pose anymore. You're just proving nothing to nobody. Roll the chest open. Push the arm that's behind you into you and stay in the shape. Good. One more breath. And then come all the way back up, warrior two. Okay. Ain't that fun to do a half bind well. Straight in the front leg, back hand to hip. It really does get the stretch better than the full Pull the right hip underneath you, reach the right arm forward, come down into triangle pose, hand to shin or brick or floor. So we're not on autopilot because that top hand is on the hip where it's gonna stay for a moment. Find length of spine and turn the chest open. Find length of spine, turn the chest open. And then not on autopilot. Listen first, top arm reaches toward the back of the room. Palm opens to the side of the room and then reaches up towards the ceiling. So the arm is externally rotated, chest is open. And the temptation is to roll just the top arm back. Instead, the whole torso rolls open in triangle. So normal triangle, we set the arm differently. Good, one more breath. And then bend the front leg, step back, downward facing dog. Again, you're not doing chaturanga because we're saving energy for something else. Raise the left leg up into the air. Before you do anything else, hug the right thigh straight back. So set the stability of that standing leg. Bend the top leg, roll the hip 
open of the top leg. Notice if you're rolling onto outside of right hand, keep the right thigh pulling back, and then you just open with that limitation. Okay. Step through warrior two. Front knee bent, back heel down, arms reach forward and back. Turn the palms to face the ceiling today, and you can play with the length that that back foot is away from the front foot. Hips come carefully down, sort of seeing the level of physicality that suits you, as long as there's sort of strength and rebound in it. It's not a sink. Palms face the ceiling and ring fingers reach out. Okay. And then from there, keeping the front knee bent, reverse warrior, left arm up and back. Reach through the top arm and know that it's pulling the hip up, the rib up, and the shoulders. Back and lift from there. Yeah, let it. Otherwise, there's no side stretch. And then come down, forearm to thigh, top hand to hip. Okay, and then we work carefully. Get length from back heel to top of head. Because if you end up doing a full bind, but the pose that under, is underneath is sort of crappy, it's not worth it. Bottom shoulder away from ear. Top arm reaches out to the side, so out to me, to the right side of the room. And then turn the thumb down so the arm internally rotates, shoulder slightly hunches initially. And then bring that top hand behind you to touch your lower back and push in. Lean back into it. So now you started the bind well. If you can keep the length and the roll open of the chest, the hand goes to the outside of the left thigh and pushes in. So you've done that carefully. So now we start testing it more. If that's good, that's good. If you want to challenge it a little bit more, left hand slowly comes down. And the minute you find that you are rolling towards the floor and can't correct it, you have to go higher, otherwise you've lost the pose. Good, back heel strong, top of head pressing forward, lean the torso back into it, there it is. Have another breath. And then come all the way back up, warrior two. Straighten the front leg. Right hand to hip. Left hand, or left hip comes underneath you as left arm reaches forward. Come down into your triangle pose. Hand to shin or brick or floor. So not on autopilot. You can even think about that feeling of a rope attached to your left thigh, pulling it straight towards the back wall. Reach the top arm towards the back wall of the room. Turn the palm open in external rotation and then reach the arm up towards the ceiling. Good. Temptation as you go into the pose will be just to lean the top arm back because that seems easy and it's an easy cheat. Turn the whole torso open while keeping the root of the left thigh back. Good. Another breath or two. Yeah, you know. And then bend the front leg, step back, downward facing dog. Okay. Come down to sit, see me for a second. I'm gonna show and explain the little drill we're gonna do so you don't get greedy for it to be something else, okay? Because you will. So the goal of this is to learn how to hop and have a soft landing. The goal is not to do a perfect handstand. In a moment, you will start in down dog and you will walk the hands back towards the feet as you bend the knees and lift the heels. You'll be in a little tight little crouch, okay? If you can't see, you, can, you are allowed to stand up and <laughs> see me, okay? And then from there, you will reach the arms forward. Arms will be strong and long, and they have the same technique we've been using in all the down dogs and planks. You will lift your butt up, you'll lift your heels up. 
You will lift one leg up into the air. I'm going to advocate just to keep the leg a little bit bent or a lot bent so weight stays tightly close to you. On exhale, you will just tip the weight forward as far as it'll go with ease. Inhale, you will tip it back. That can be it for you three or four times. Or as you tip the weight forward, you add a little hop. Big or small. Okay, it's not handstand. Downward facing dog. <laughs> From down dog, walk your hands back towards the feet as you bend your knees and lift your heels. So just walk the hands back as you bend your knees and lift your heels. You're in a little crouch. And then make sure arms are straightforward and strong, hands are carefully placed. Lift the heels up and the butt up. Raise one leg up into the air. As an experiment, as you lift the leg up into the air, try bending it and just getting the knee and everything, the, everything organized forward and up. Look ahead. Exhale, tip the weight forward into the hands. Inhale, tip it back. Repeat that, or as you tip the weight forward, a little hop. Good. And then do that two or three times. Okay. The soft landing comes from weight tipping forward, you pushing the floor away. All right, last one on this side. Okay, and then foot down, pause, breathe in and out. We don't wanna get crazy. All right, and then set yourself up. Butt up, heels up, other leg up. Simply tip the weight forward on exhale, skillfully using hands. Inhale, tip it back. As you do that, exhale, maybe hop, big or small. But remember to have the soft landing, weight tips forward and you push the floor away. Okay, just a couple more times. Okay, and then that's it. Back to downward facing dog. That's it. That's why we didn't do a bunch of chaturangas or hops earlier. Because we get used to things like chaturanga, and then we just cheat it, and you know, so we, we gotta shake it up. All right. We're gonna repeat the same pattern as before. Make sure your strap is somewhere near the top of your mat accessible. All right, and then you're in downward facing dog. Raise the right leg up into the air. Bend the top leg, turn the hip open. And then notice if left thigh has lost its pullback or if left thumb and index finger have lost their root. Step through, warrior two. Front knee bent, back heel down, arms reach forward and back. Palms face the ceiling, ring fingers reach. Have a breath, chest is powerful. Arms and shoulder structure, powerful. Reverse warrior, right arm up and back. Hold the back of the head with the right hand. And then it becomes the elbow reaching up. Remember when you were holding your elbow earlier? Seems like years ago. And then come down, forearm to thigh, side angle, top hand to hip. All right, have your strap ready and actually have the strap over your left shoulder dangling behind your back. Do just a little bit of strap over the left shoulder so it goes out of your way and the strap dangles behind your back. Yes, yeah, that's fine. Okay, and then even if you can do a full bind without a strap, you're starting this way, just to satisfy me and my, my tyr tyrannical nature, okay? <laughs> <laughs> T 
top arm reaches out as it did before. So it reaches in the direction you're looking. Turn the thumb down, internally rotate the arm. That's what we do in binds. And then in that internal rotation, bring the hand behind you and grab your strap. Grab your strap. You might have to sort of finesse yourself to get it. There it is. Okay. And then if the strap is hanging in front of your chest and annoying you, you can get it out of the way. But just keep the arm that's behind you in that rotation. All right. Bottom arm does the same thing. It reaches forward, rolls in, and then dives underneath you, crossing the inner thigh, and comes behind you and grabs the strap. If you need a million miles of strap, use a million miles of strap. Lengthen from back heel to top of head. Roll the chest open. Now, if hands can join, fantastic. But if they join and your chest starts to face the floor, you need some strap. Or you can't breathe, you need some strap. Or if you're cheating by thrusting your chin forward to find that little bit of length, maybe you need some strap. Whatever you're holding on to, pull a bit apart. So if you're holding hands, pull a bit apart. If you're holding strap, pull a bit apart. Good. Another breath. Okay. And then quietly place the strap on the floor. Bring the right hand one step ahead. I'm going to advise you to have it on a brick and lift the back leg up into the air, half moon. Left hand goes to left hip for now. I want you to use the brick high enough up that your palm can be flat on it and you're comfortable with that placement. And this brick and your arm are aligned just underneath your shoulder. They're not reaching forward. Top arm reaches toward the back of the room. Leg you're standing on pulls toward the back of the room. Leg that's in the air reaches higher. All right. And then the arm, the top arm, externally rotates, palm opens toward the side of the room. Other way. And then top arm reaches toward the ceiling. Good. Stay with it. Everything is reaching, but there is a stability of bottom shoulder away from ear. There is a stability of leg you're standing on pulling towards the back wall. Okay. And then come down, step back, downward facing dog. Raise the left leg up into the air. Bend the leg, turn the hip open. And then see what goes on with the right thigh. It sort of likes to lean out. So hug the right thigh back and in, and then open without limitation. Okay. Step through warrior two. Front knee bent, back heel down, arms reach forward and back. Palms open to face the ceiling, and ring fingers reach out. Just have the power and energy of that stance reaching out through ring fingers. Another breath. And then reverse warrior. Top hand holds the back of the head. And then it's the top elbow that is reaching up and back as the front knee bends. And you can allow the front of the left hip to lift into it if you really want a side stretch. Good reason. And then come down forearm to thigh, top hand to hip. Organize yourself to have that strap dangling behind you. So a little bit over the right shoulder is helpful. I find if I have too much hanging over that right shoulder, it sort of annoys me. So make sure it's the right shoulder. And then from there, top arm reaches forward in the direction you're looking. Your head's pointing. Roll the thumb down and in. 
and then dive that arm behind you. Hold some strap. Okay, if you have to sort of fuss to get it, but now you have it. If you want to get rid of the strap that's dangling in front of you, you can. And then the bottom arm does the same thing. It reaches forward in the direction you're facing, rolls in, and then dives underneath you, crossing the inside of the thigh to grab some strap. As close together as is reasonable for you with the limitation that you have forward energy from back heel through top of head. You can rebound a little bit and roll the chest open. And you can create a little tension between strap or between hands. Now, if you have hands joining, but you're facing the floor or you can't breathe, you need some strap, okay? Or you need more strap. Otherwise, you're just sort of proving again, nothing to nobody. One more breath. Release the strap. And then left hand ahead and to the left. On a brick is my preference. Right hand to hip, come up half moon pose. The leg you're standing on gets pulled towards the back wall of the room. Top arm reaches toward the back wall of the room. Chest rolls open. All right, lift the top leg higher and then reach the top arm up towards the ceiling with that palm open. Bottom shoulder likes to check out, so roll it away from the ear and down the back. And you're reaching through everything, but you have all this stability of the leg you're standing on and the bottom shoulder as you push into the brick. Another breath. Those look excellent. Very skillful. And then come down, downward facing dog. Okay. Walk the hands backwards towards the feet as you bend the knees and lift the heels. You're in a little crouch. All right. Now the fun is, now we're going to lift both legs into the air as the hop, okay? So reach the arms forward. Feel strong in the arms. Lift the heels, lift the butt. Look a little bit ahead. One time, exhale, just rock the weight forward into the hands. Feel what it's like to come forward and push the floor away. Inhale, rock the weight back. On exhale, do the same, a little hop, try to have a soft landing. The soft landing comes from shifting weight forward as you hop. Do that a couple more times. Yeah. Last one. Okay, it's always the sound of success in adventure. All right, now walk out to downward facing dog. Remember a million years ago when you hopped all the way forward, you assessed how it went for you. Well, now we've looked at some technique. The technique comes from the careful arm placement, the shift of weight forward and the push of the floor away, and also being a sane and a reasonable person. (laughs) So you're not going to fling yourself forward. You're going to use your skill. If you know you have tighter legs, you're not hopping in between your hands, you're hopping just before them. One preparatory rock. Bend the knees, exhale, sort of rock forward, get that feeling. Inhale, come back, exhale, now you hop forward. Use the technique. Halfway up and inhale. Fold and stay. Feet as wide as the hips. Bend the knees enough you can step on the palms of your hands. 
Straighten the legs until they stop. If all that's happening, bend your elbows out to the sides of the room, shake your head a little bit out, part your teeth and relax your jaw. Okay, and then just stay. Another breath or two. Okay. And then downward facing dog. You might like to, for this last down dog, hold the sides of the mat as an experiment or experience. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it. And then for this down dog, you can start bringing the chest a little bit towards the floor. So we've been way about like really into the back of you. Now you can be a little bit more into the front of you. Another breath. Okay. And then just come through to sit. Swing your legs forward. Knees bent in front of you. Feet flat in front of you. Bring the hands about one or two steps behind the butt with fingers pointing towards the front of your mat, palms flat. So we have been bearing weight with the arms in external rotation. If that's a total geek out, just know we've been doing it one way. And now we're going to do it the other way. Hands are skillfully placed with fingers pointing forward. Press into your feet. Press into your arms. Exhale. Lift the hips up. Lift the hips to level of knees. Straighten. Push the arms. Head doesn't have to be thrown back. I'm more concerned with the power of the arms, the lift of the hips. The root down of the heel. Good. Take another breath. Good. And then come all the way back down. Lie down on your back, knees bent, arms by your side. Feet pretty close to the butt, as wide as the hips, so you're ready for bridge. For the first bridge, hold the sides of your mat. And we'll bring in the weight bearing little by little. Hold the sides of your mat and pull a little bit. Push into your feet, exhale, roll up bridge. And then once you're up in bridge, everyone will have different requirements for the width of their feet and the turnout of the feet until you feel strong in your feet and can squeeze a little bit into inner thigh. All right, so now you're weight bearing in your feet, heels are pressing down. From here, just so we work the hamstrings a little bit, firm into left foot. Right foot lifts, right knee comes into chest. Right heel reaches toward the ceiling as a straight or straightening leg. Then left heel has to dig in a little bit and pull back towards the butt. Hug the left inner thigh in. I see the lovely little shake going on. Legs working. Good. And then bring the right foot back down to the ground. Roll all the way down slowly. I'm not doing this because I, I dream of being a Pilates teacher. <laughs> we just stretch the hell out of the hamstrings for a while. So we just got to do a little thing that's strengthened below. Push into your feet, roll up bridge. You can hold the sides of the mat. It's quite nice. And then push into right foot. Left knee comes into chest. Left heel goes towards ceiling. And then you got to now stabilize with that right leg alone. Right heel digs in like it wants to slide to butt. It won't really move. And right inner thigh hugs in. Take another breath. Just using the power of that right leg. Okay. And then foot down all the way down. So I suspect now that you're feeling your legs 
have muscular power and they do things. Let them do things when we do bridge pose with both feet on the floor. Hands by your side. Exhale, roll up, bridge. Remember when your legs were doing all that work and shaking because they were working so powerfully. Let them work here. Heels press, butt squeezes, thighs hug together. Arms can roll a little bit underneath you. And there are a couple ways you can do it. You can interlace your fingers together, just sort of normal with knuckles reaching towards the heels and beyond. Or don't have that interlace, turn your palms to face the ceiling, pinky fingers come to touch, and pinky fingers interlace, and thumbs then roll out to the floor so arms are in a stronger open rotation. Okay. Now the breath or two, using your legs and also using upper arm to press down. Okay. Let go of the interlace, slowly roll down. We're gonna do one more. If you want, it can be a wheel pose. Hands by your side or hands by your head. Exhale, bridge, or wheel. And then you're using the power of your legs. No matter how you've placed your arms in bridge, you're pushing down through your upper arm. Wheel, you're reaching through your arms like it's a handstand or a down dog. Another breath. Hug those elbows in now. Yeah. And then come on down. Choose to lie down with feet wide, knees together with knees bent, or feet together, knees wide with knees bent. And then you can rest your hands wherever you want to rest them. They can be on your body or by your side. I'll just stay a few breaths. Feel your relationship of weight to the floor. You're no longer trying to hop up. You're just sort of there and it's nice. So enjoy that. Slowly roll to your side and stay there. And then just as a practice for later on, from your side, practice getting up without rolling back down to your back. So just push through your arms and come up through your side. You might have to reach the top leg out to help you. Okay. And then sit cross-legged, right shin in front. The narrow foam block or a folded blanket might help you sit upright if you find that it's hard to sit upright or you're slumping back. Simple twist to the right. Right hand behind you, left hand on one of your knees. Sit tall, twist to the right. Temptation might be to lean forward and down into it. Lift up and back through the back of the shoulders, back of the head and neck. Another breath. And then release that face forward. Strap dangles over left shoulder. So we'll combine many of the things we've done. Reach the left arm forward. 
palm open. You're gonna throw a ball over your shoulder. So reach, throw the ball over your shoulder, and then the elbow bends, hand comes down the back. Right hand grabs above the left armpit, pulls up, grabs the knobby bit of the elbow, which likes to face to the left, turn it in and reach it up. And then that arm stays just like that and nothing else changes. So the right hand now releases and reaches forward. Thumb rolls down, arm internally rotates. In that rotation, hand comes behind you. To get there, the shoulder will slightly slump as you reach behind and grab on strap or fingers if that happens, but have the strap there ready for your use. All right, create a little tension and pull between the hands or the strap. Now the checklist is to make sure that you haven't backbended a little bit to shorten the back to cheat yourself into the pose. If you have, meaning your ribs are pointing forward, bring them a little bit in and you might have to have more strap. Can you sit tall and breathe? And then remember grabbing that top bit of elbow and turning it in and up. That's it, Emily. And then just stay. And if you're holding fingers, great, but not at the expense of distorting everything else. And if you're holding strap, great, but you have as much strap as you need. Okay. Release the strap, fold forward as you are. No expectations for the fold. Just let the head nod down and the shoulders that have been doing a lot of work relax. The arms and elbows and hands that have been doing a lot of work relax. Okay. Slowly come up, pause. Change the cross of the leg. It's the left leg in front. Make sure you're sitting tall to begin with. You can always sit on a prop. Easy twist to the left. Left hand behind you, right hand on one of your knees. Just sit tall, twist. Often when we twist, we lean forward and down into it to cheat the twist. Lean a little bit up and back without thrusting your chin out. And then find the twist from there. Okay, come back to face forward. Strap over the right shoulder so it's ready to go. Reach the right arm towards me, palm open. With the reach and this rotation, throw a ball over your shoulder and then bend the elbow, hand comes down to grab strap. Left hand grabs above right armpit, pulls the skin taut up and reaches the elbow up. You can feel the knobby bit of the elbow. It's probably pointing some amount to the right. Turn it in to face forward and up. And then right arm stays as is. Left arm reaches forward. Thumb rolls down, internal rotation. Hand comes behind you to grab strap, close to your fingers or not. And then we go through our checklist. Number one, can you sit tall and breathe? If not, you need more strap. Have you gone into some sort of back bend and thrust your front ribs forward to achieve it? If so, front ribs in, and maybe you need more strap or just to be aware of that. And then the top elbow, which likes to turn out into the right, 
hugs in and up and reaches up. And then breathe. Create a little tension on the strap or between your hands. Another breath or two. Okay. Release the strap, fold forward as you are. Really, it's just about you acknowledging that you've worked hard, hands, wrists, elbows, shoulders have worked hard. So let them cool out and take a few slow, steady breaths. Okay, come up to sit. Eyes closed, you're looking down. Have a little check-in with yourself and your mental activity. Ask yourself if you'll feel more calm sitting here and meditating and breathing, or if you'll feel more calm lying down with or without props, or maybe doing a restorative shape like legs up the wall. Make that decision for yourself. If you don't know, just lie down, see how it feels. Make that decision, adopt the shape you want to be in for the next few minutes, and then we'll have our final rest. No matter what shape you're in, feel your points of contact with the floor. Lengthen your exhales and slow your breath. And know that there will be distractions internally and externally, but you have the patience, the strength, and the skill to stick with it and see where this rest takes you.
Take a couple breaths. See how you feel. When you're ready, if you're on your back, you can roll to your side. And then from your side, slowly up to sit. Once you're seated, wrap your arms around yourself like a hug. And on one level, this is you touching and feeling and caring for the stuff we worked with. But of course, there can be other layers to that self-touch and moment of kindness if you need it. That hug is whatever you need it to be, caring for whatever needs caring for. And then hands can stay there or they can come to your heart to close. When we share our breath, we share our community, our compassion, our kindness. So big breath in, big release out. Close your practice by bowing or touching the ground or doing whatever is meaningful for you. Okay, thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be sure to leave a review wherever you listen and check out more at adamyogapodcast.com.